morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name's Tom Short. So glad to have you along today. Had just a little bit of technical difficulty there. If you're over on another stream, I hope you come join us quickly. Somehow the other one didn't work. So here we are today and I hope you join us and we have a wonderful time. On Sunday mornings, we like to look at a song. Singing is part of our religion, is it not? Singing is part of what we do. We are the religion that sings. We are the singing people and singing is that God has put a new song in our heart, a song of joy and praise to our God. And we began doing this a few weeks ago. We've looked primarily at hymns and older hymns. Today I'd like to look at a contemporary song and maybe introduce you to someone that many of you don't know. His name's Torin Wells. Now Torin, I really enjoy him. He's a young guy. Uh, he sings to a young audience and some of his songs maybe are, are pretty hip and others of them are quite uh, reflective and deep. And the one I'd like to look at this morning, I think all of us would enjoy. And it is, uh, it's called Known, or I like to say I'm fully known. Can I read you the, have you ever wondered when we think about the love of God, if God really knows you, if God really is aware of you? You know, the, our first parents, when they sinned, what did they do? They hid they hid from God. They tried to cover their nakedness with the fig leaves they sewed together. And, and, and when God came looking for them, they were hiding from God. And lots of times sin, that's what it makes us do. Sin is shameful. And we know that in our conscience. And, we, and when we sin, and then we think about going in the presence of a holy God, we naturally want to hide. Well, the good news for us is this. Because of the gospel, and because of Jesus Christ, and because God has covered our sins with the blood of Christ, washed them away, buried them in the deepest sea, our sins are now gone. Our sins are they're, they're as far away as the east is from the west. They are fully atoned for by the blood of Jesus Christ. Fully atoned for. Now, the exciting thing about that is we can now know God, approach God confidently, not based our, on our own merits, but based on the, on, the, on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And one thing I want you to realize is God loves you, but he knows, the, the amazing thing about that is he knows everything about you, he knows everything about me, and he still loves us. Isn't that the insecurity we often face with, say, with people? If, if we think of others, if they really, really knew me, if they really knew this about me, if they knew this about my past, if they knew this, something I'd done, they wouldn't love me. And indeed, people can be like that, but not our God. Our God knows us better than we know ourselves. Jesus said he knows every hair on our head, the, the number of our hair, uh, how many hair we got are numbered. He knows when a sparrow falls to the ground. These are things that might seem insignificant, and yet our God knows them. In Psalm 139, it talks about how God knows where I stand up and sit down, where I go. He knows my thoughts. He knows what I'm thinking and what I'm doing, even before it comes upon me. God, we are fully known by God. He knows us better than we know ourselves. In Jeremiah 17, it tells us the heart is wicked above all else and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Yet the very next verse tells, tells us that the Lord tests the heart and that God knows our hearts. 
So my friends, you're fully known by God. All these verses in the Bible about the love of God, they're not because we've tricked him somehow or he doesn't know us well. All of these verses about the love of God, God so loved the world and, and that he gave his son, all these verses, while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5, 8. All of these verses about the love of God are said with the understanding and the knowledge that God knows what he's getting into. God knows who it is he's loving. It's you. It's me. And so it's good to be reminded of that. We don't earn God's love. We don't just put forth our best foot. And when we're around God or in church or something, just put on a show. No, we can be real and we can be honest. What do we do when we do sin? You know, Adam and Eve, they hid. What do we do? We confess. And to confess simply means we agree with God. I make a confession. God, what I did was wrong. God, what I did I shouldn't have done. God, that's sinful. That's the wrong path. That's in rebellion against you. God, I'm sorry for what I did. And we turn to him and we thank him for the blood of Christ, which cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What an amazing promise from our God. And so with that, I just like, I'm not going to sing this morning because Torin's got a lot higher voice than me. And I do enjoy him. He has a lot of fun. But he says a lot of things that, are, that have depth to them. This song, Known, he's got another song, Hills and Valleys, which has just been so encouraging to me during my up and down times. And uh, like I said, some of this stuff's pretty hip, and some of you may or may not really like that. But some of this, this song, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. It simply says, it's so unusual, it's frightening. You see right through, in, you see right through the mess inside me, and you call me out to pull me in and tell me I can start again and I don't need to keep on hiding. I'm fully known and loved by you. You won't let go no matter what I do. And it's not one or the other. It's hard truth and ridiculous grace to be fully known, fully known and loved by you. I'm fully known and loved by you. It's so like you to keep pursuing it's so like me to go astray, but you guard my heart with your truth, the kind of love that's bulletproof, and I surrender to your kindness. I surrender to your kindness. How real, how wide, how rich, how high is your heart? I cannot find the reasons why you give me so much. How real, how wide, how rich is your heart? I cannot find the reason you give me so much. It's so unusual. It's frightening. I'm fully known and loved by you. One line I wanted to comment and I forgot. It's not one or the other, hard truth or ridiculous grace. Isn't that what we want to do? We want to be some, some of us maybe more prophetic in nature. Keep the law. It's hard truth. And that's what some people's religion is, just the hard truth and deal with it. Or some, it's so much grace, grace, grace. You don't deal with truth and the reality of our sinfulness and how we go astray. He said it's not one or the other because we have a God in Jesus Christ who can love us fully, even though we're fully known. 
because of the cross of Jesus Christ. What an amazing thing. On the cross, we see the love of God in its fullness and the justice of God in its fullness. You know, I often ask, you know, on campus, students often, you know, they're upset with the Old Testament wrath of God. They're upset with the flood or God, uh, you know, ordering, ordering, you know, go exterminate the Amalekites or something like that. And I ask students, what's the greatest act of God's wrath in the entire Bible? What's the greatest judgment? It wasn't Sodom and Gomorrah or the flood or even the, uh, the Israelites fighting off their enemies in Canaan. It's not even the book of Revelation. And it's, I might even not, I, you know, I think you can make an argument it's not hell. The greatest act of the wrath of God was when Jesus died upon the cross. That's the greatest act. And it's also the greatest act of the love of God. We see the justice and judgment. Jesus bore the sins of the whole world. All the sin, he bore them upon himself. It's never been an act of wrath and judgment like what happened to Jesus. And yet this was also the love of God. Because of the cross, you and I can be fully known and fully loved. Father, we thank you that we don't have to hide from you. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to think that, that we see something you don't see. You know us fully, completely, more than we know ourselves. You know our innermost thoughts. You know what's it's in our mind before we think it. You know, you know every cell in our body. You know every hair in our head. You know, you know about our health. You know about our mindset. You know about our inner thoughts, our motives. You understand us. And we're amazed to realize that with all that knowledge, you love us enough to send your son to die for us. We thank you that we are fully known and fully loved. I want to thank you today, Lord, that we are, we are accepted in Christ. Hallelujah. We are accepted in Christ. You no longer reject us. You no longer judge us. We are worthy of that. We deserve hell. We deserve to be on the cross. We deserve every judgment you could, you could have and the things that, that in our conscience we, we're afraid because we deserve it and we acknowledge we deserve judgment, but you've given us grace, mercy, kindness. It's frightening how much you can forgive. It's frightening how much you know about us and yet forgive. It's it's. Lord, I just think of one girl years ago at University in Houston said it's, it's almost scandalous that God would forgive that much. And it's true, and we thank you for the grace of God. If people don't know you, if they've never received it, it just doesn't seem right. But once we receive you, we thank you that you give hope and salvation. Thank you we are fully known and fully loved. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. No room for self-righteousness. No room for self-glory. Just room to receive the mercy, the kindness, and love of God. And we revel in that. We boast in that. We enjoy it. This is our hope and our confidence today that God is with us. God is for us. We're loved by you. We thank you, and we bless you, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, so check that out. That's the first contemporary song I've shared in this series. We've done some hymns. We'll do both, older ones and newer ones. 
you know, the contemporary guys, there might be people you don't agree with everything. There's some things Tarn says I may not agree with. He's quite a preacher, too, I might add. Some things he might say I don't agree with, but that's all right. I'm blessed by this. I hope you will as well. You have a great day. By the way, we're here every, every morning, every morning, 8.30 a.m. live, and then we, you can listen to the, watch the video later or listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Just search for Tom the Preacher. But we believe in getting the Word of God every single day. And as we learn and grow and be refocused every day, it develops habits in our life. It develops conviction in our life. It develops patterns in our life. Life doesn't change. You know, we, we get saved at once. But the sanctification process is lifelong. And we build into us the, the truths of God, and it changes our lives. That's what we do here every day. I hope you join us. I hope that God sees you here. He'll reward you for coming. Your life will change. You'll become more godly. I, I trust that happens. There's power in the Word of God. So to we meet tomorrow, the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with His grace, His peace, and His love. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.